0: Welcome to the Dr. Berg Healthy Keto and Intermittent Fasting Podcast. Now your host, the man taking your health to a whole new level, Dr. Eric Berg. All right, guys, today we're going to talk about abdominal pain. I'm doing this video because I actually had several quests, actually more than that. Quite a few people want to know uh, what could be causing my pain in my abdomen. So what I did is I kind of tried to draw an abdomen here with a bunch of other things. So bear with me. Uh, I want to just to make these in quadrants. Okay. So we have uh, this right upper quadrant here. Okay. So you have the rib cage right here. Okay. Then over here, we have the left upper quadrant. Here's the left lower quadrant and the right lower quadrant. Okay. So I'm just going to be going through the different organs and what could be wrong. So first thing is that if you have pain in your left upper quadrant, right here, that's going down your left arm. Potentially, could be the heart. Not all the time, but it could be a heart attack. Okay. The other thing is that um, some people have pain in this area, right here, like right above your uh, xiphoid process, right here. So as your rib cage come down here, right there, maybe even a little bit lower. It's called the epigastric area, if you wanted to know. But if you have pain or discomfort here that is stomach related. So it could be GERD, which is the problem with your valve, which basically is acid reflux. And that's because you don't have enough acid in your stomach. And for all these things I talk about, I'm going to put some links down below. You can also have indigestion, which is not enough acid. You're not able to digest food, especially protein. You potentially could have an ulcer as well, in which case you don't want to add acid. You want to add chlorophyll. Any form of cabbage seems to work really well on ulcers and gastritis, which is the next thing. So gastritis is a situation where your stomach's inflamed and you don't want to add acid because that'll irritate the lining. Um, just realize for you to get an ulcer or even gastritis you would have to consume a lot of junk food over a long period of time, or it could be alcohol or medication, but it's not a little thing. It's a major thing that it takes quite a bit of time to correct a very, very healthy eating. Uh, I'll put some links down below if you want more data on that. And I already mentioned acid reflux, but uh, heartburn, for example, um, would be not enough acid usually, and the pain's going to be usually right here. Now, if you have pain a little bit more to the left side, right here, potentially it could be the spleen. Uh, Maybe you have Epstein-Barr virus, or you may have a, a severe zinc deficiency, affects the spleen. Any type of spleen problems, you want to take zinc for sure, and you want to lower your stress. And then we have discomfort underneath the left rib cage, right here, which could extend a little lower down here and that's usually inflammation of the pancreas. The number one cause of pancreatitis or inflammation of the pancreas is a blocked duct, a little tube that comes from the liver that releases bile. Sometimes it might form a little sludge or a stone. It will back up and cause a lot of pressure and inflammation into the pancreas. So you can have a lot of pancreatic inflammation coming from the liver. Or the bile ducts themselves. In other words, the hip bones connected to the thigh bone, everything's connected. One of the most common things that irritates the pancreas and the liver is vegetable oils, okay? Soy, corn, canola, cottonseed. It's in the mayonnaise, it's in the salad dressings. Uh, An average American consumes literally 700 calories per day of vegetable oil. That's crazy. I don't think maybe you're consuming that much, but then someone's consuming maybe double. That's just way too much. Well, those vegetable oils are very, very toxic on the body. They deplete you of certain nutrients. They're highly inflammatory. They're heavy on the omega-6 and there's no omega-3 at all. And of course, you know, sugar will do it, refined grains. If you have a pain underneath your left rib cage, simply evaluate what you've eaten just before that started and change the diet because there's something in your diet that you need to remove from the diet. And it could also be way too many cooked foods that are void of enzymes or canned foods Uh, will do it as well. And then you start creating a a lot of stress in the pancreas because every time you eat food, um, especially that doesn't have enzymes because it's cooked or somehow processed, your pancreas has to create enzymes to digest that food. So it's, it really has to work hard. And of course, the more sugar you do, the refined grains, the more the pancreas has to produce insulin. So pain beneath the left rib cage is usually related to that. Moving our way down here, left lower quadrant, if you have pain in this area right here, it could be a kidney stone potentially. Now, if you have a kidney stone that's dislodged into the tube that comes out of the kidney, the ureters down here, you might have pain that goes right down all the way down a little bit lower right here. So it could be in different places. Usually kidney stones are rare. The more likely cause is you have some type of inflammation in your your colon, your descending uh, colon, or even the small intestine right here. Colitis, for example. It could also be diverticulitis, uh, ulcerative colitis, it could be Crohn's, any type of inflammatory condition of your colon. In which case, I would, again, I would start to evaluate what you're eating. Um, it could be the most common thing its gluten because you're eating grains, or it could also be grains in general. Uh, you could have a big allergy with nuts. It could be too much alcohol. It could even be an allergy to dairy. But usually, again, it's stemming from the diet. Find out what you ate that's creating the inflammation and avoid eating that. One of the best things to heal an inflamed colon, is to fast. What is very destructive to the colon is frequent eating. Now, if the pain's a little bit lower, that potentially could come from an ovarian cyst, in which case I would recommend foods like cruciferous vegetables, sea kelp for iodine. That usually will help uh, this problem right here. And then if the pain is on the center lower part, potentially it could be a fibroid if you're female. And I'll have a lot of videos on what to do with fibroids but vitamin D will help shrink fibroids, cruciferous vegetables. This is an estrogen problem. It could happen if you're being exposed to too much estrogen, or you're taking birth control pills, or estrogen replacement therapy, or a lot of soy, or even uh, consuming too much carbohydrate, which could then uh, act as a growth factor and cause an enlargement of certain growths in your uterus. All right, so now this quadrant right here, okay, so right to your rib cage, this whole area right here is usually going to be a liver problem. Of course, the liver usually is a little bigger right here, but the liver is about the size of a football. It's about three and a half pounds, and there's a tremendous amount of people who have liver problems and don't even know it because there is no symptoms initially until later on, but usually the pain will be right underneath the ribcage, like a full feeling, like even a pain or tenderness, or pain that shoots up into the right shoulder right here. So that's liver. It could be a fatty liver, inflamed liver. It could be a a liver that has scar tissue. What happens with the liver is as it fills up with fat, the fat dislodges and starts to uh, accumulate around the organs and you start developing belly fat. Okay, So belly fat means the liver is fatty. The remedy for that is going on a keto diet, healthy keto wow. and intermittent fasting. But there are some things you can do to speed up the process. Realize that the liver makes bile. Okay, It's like a detergent that helps you break down fats. And bile has some very unique things. Number one, it prevents gallstones. Number two, it prevents like sludge in your bile ducts. It's called cholestasis. Where you have this accumulation of cholesterol that is not flowing through these ducts because you're deficient in bile because the liver is damaged. If that bile gets blocked up, okay, you will have like a full feeling right here. And then when the bile backs up, it can become very toxic to the cells and create inflammation. A really good remedy to kind of take away the log that's uh, damming up the flow of bile would be to actually take purified bile salts. If you want more information, I put a link down below. But taking purified bile salts, you can take it in an empty stomach, maybe one in the morning, one in the evening, or even after you eat, you'll notice that it'll start to help drain things through these ducts. And there's some other really cool benefits that bile can help you with. Uh, Number one, it can decrease inflammation. It can actually reduce um, fibrosis in the liver. It can help break down and dissolve gallstones, not to mention dislodge the uh, blockage that could be causing the pancreatitis or inflammation in the pancreas. So it has a lot of benefits, including the regulation of the microbiome. So let's say, for example, you have SIBO, small intestinal bacterial overgrowth in your small intestine. So you have all this bacteria that should be in the large intestine, but it's in the small intestine right here. So you get a lot of bloating. Guess what? Purified bowel salts can actually help you get rid of that because it's antimicrobial. It can give someone a lot of relief. So not only would I would recommend betaine hydrochloride, which is an acidifier for the stomach, I would recommend purified bowel salts to help clean up that. Basically, it's a really good remedy for a lot of different digestive issues, especially bloating. And of course, now we get to the gallbladder. So if you have discomfort above the rib cage right here, down here, well, this is definitely going to be gallbladder right through in here. It's not necessarily always a stone. It could be just sludge, and it could be some type of dysfunction in this gallbladder right here. Why? Because there's certain things irritating it. Vegetable oils will irritate it Sugar will irritate it. Refined grains will do it. Dairy will irritate uh, the colon if you have an allergy. Nuts, okay? Nuts will definitely irritate the gallbladder. There's certain things in nuts, like uh, enzyme inhibitors, that really can irritate the bile ducts and cause a lot of problems. So if you have pain right here, it could be you're doing way too much peanut butter or way too many nuts. And of course, this thing right here, alcohol, will really uh, irritate this area right here big time. Now moving right down here, kidney stone will cause pain right here. And sometimes it's hard to differentiate between a gallstone and a kidney stone because they're very uh, close in location. A little bit lower on the right lower quadrant down here is the ileocecal valve. That's the connection between the small intestine and the large intestine. And uh, it could be just blocked. So if you actually press down there and massage it, A lot of times it'll pop it open and then the food can get through. Fasting is the answer uh, and also just cleaning up some of these things as well. And then we get a little bit lower and to the right, there's this thing called the appendix, which is kind of a reserve for uh, certain uh, microbes, certain friendly bacteria that will be released and act to seed the large intestine after you had antibiotics or diarrhea, or something like that. So the appendix has a purpose, but if you have pain right there, it could be inflammation of the appendix. And of course, that's usually always related to what you're eating. And if you're female and you have pain a little bit lower, that could be an ovarian cyst. So sea kelp with the iodine will help that, cruciferous vegetables, and I would avoid dairy right there. Also, realize that the ovary, if there's a cyst, could refer pain to the around the back, to the sacroiliac joints right here. And an enlarged prostate or inflamed uterus could shoot pain on the back part, right on your sacrum area. And the kidney stone can refer pain around the back. There you go. Some tips on what to do if you have abdominal pain. Thanks for watching.